You're listening to Perhaps, <laughs> and maybe this is the Korean drama podcast. Yeah, Hello. I mean, I'm not sure. I guess if, we'll just like start talking and see. Yeah, yeah. Episode twelve, something like that. Because this is how I feel. I'm just yeah. confused about a lot of things. Yeah, especially after this first scene. I should say. Oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, we have continued this little mermaid metaphor, and where has it gotten us? I really thought for a second that it was all like, I was like, oh, okay, maybe we weren't supposed to understand it, and now is when it will all come together, and that wasn't true. Mm-mm. I was hoping for that. Yeah. Well, he spent like a good like 10 minutes explaining it. It seems like he thinks about this metaphor that he's invented himself all the time. And because yeah. he says that at some point, I think he's like, I, I think about this all the time. I told you, like, I'll be the bubble or whatever he's he's saying. Yeah. And he says that's why he's stalking her publicly, which like that doesn't make sense either. No. And And to be fair, grunge is also like, what are you fucking talking about? Yeah. Like she also doesn't understand there's just a whole lot of confusion being passed back and forth like ping pong (laughs) right (laughs) but she does say something that i i I agreed with it she said something to him after he was done like dithering on about this she said something to the effect of like uh like why would i continue to play this game if it's not going anywhere you know because he Mm -hmm. keeps being like there's no future between us. And she's like, cool. So then what are we doing here? Which I respect because, you know, mm. sometimes you get to a certain age and you're like, not interested in the games anymore. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Richie also says something interesting where he's like, I can't trust myself to not resent you if you make me give up my family and fortune. Or it's like, great, let's end the Korean drama right here. You guys aren't meant to be together. <laughs> like, why are we still talking? That was a very honest moment, it felt like. Yeah. An honest confession. And then the, the 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 thing that should come next, like Kathy said, is, okay, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. It doesn't seem like it's worth it to either of us to spend any more time on this. And yet, Richie still pursues. Richie, which he does this like crazy thing at the end of this conversation. He pulls in Avril Lavigne and like tells her, why do you have to be so complicated? And I'm like, what? Why does Grunge Princess have to be so complicated? Richie, listen to yourself. It's so it's so crazy. And he like fully gaslights her again uh, because she's like, She's like, I don't I don't want to be here anymore. And he's like, uh, think about it and then give me an answer. And I'm like, but she just gave you an answer. She said, no, dude, take the hint. Yeah, he just wants to hear the answer that he wants to hear. Yeah. And he's going to give her time to say it. 
I guess on his terms. He's going to manipulate her until she eventually gives up and says yes. <sighs> so at that moment, I really believed Grunge Princess when she's like, I don't like you. Yeah. yeah. Well, what is there to like? You know, uh, it's not even like, not that I think that this would be okay either, but it's not even like he's like getting her a ton of expensive gifts all the time. Like she's literally getting nothing out of this. She's mm-hmm. not getting any emotional support. She's not getting any stuff. Uh, like and, she's just getting stalked. Yeah. And he's getting more and more aggressive and forceful in his words with her. Like he, like he touches her hair or like she asks him to move and she, he touches her hair, you know, like he's getting like really, he's like, don't ignore me. Text me. Blah, blah, blah. I'm thinking about you always. Don't leave me waiting. It's like getting kind of scary. If you're listening and you're like, I would, I, I, I know somebody like that and I like that person, just reconsider, please. Yeah. Talk because that is not what you deserve. Talk to a friend, like a real friend about it. Yeah. Don't talk to your friend that's like I young. Do not mm-hmm. talk to your friend like I young. Talk to a real friend. Yeah. No. <laughs> because that's, uh, it's so, it's so, it's no good. No. But speaking of Ayoung, Secretary Kim and Ayoung are still on their dinner date. And Secretary Kim is so distraught. It really warms my heart because he thinks that <laughs> he's bawling. He's, he's snot coming out of his nose. He's so, so upset. He loves Ayoung so much, I even know. though like, what does she give him again? Yeah. Like, these are very one sided relationships here. And also, mm. I mean, it makes you forget that he full on workplace harassed her. Like, it truly makes that leave the brain. Yeah, but he just because he thinks that um, based on the last episode that Ah Young and the president, Richie Rich, are having an affair, which is not true, which is not real. It's just that he happens to know all these intimate details about how Ah Young lives, mm-hmm. which. Yeah. Yeah. And it seems it seemed like to me for a second, because like, like. Secretary Kim was like, how does he know all these things about you? And Ayoung was like, I don't know. Those are things that only like Raim would know about me. And I thought that this is going to be a moment. I just spit on myself. <laughs> I thought that this is going to be a moment where they both figured it out together. That Secretary Kim oh. and Ayoung would be like, it is something that only my roommate would know. You know what? The president has also been acting really weird, you know? Mm-hmm. And then, of course... No, but they're she doesn't too focus go to on their search. own personal, like you know, wants and needs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, no, but they don't. They don't go to body switch. That's not where they go. No, I young the roommate goes to Richie. Rich is full on stalking us with like a video in the chandelier, a camera in the chandelier. Right. Mm-hmm. Which, like, he is stalking Grunge Princess Raim, so it's like not that far of a fetch, you know. And True. to be fair, like a camera in the chandelier that you received as a gift makes mm. a lot more sense than my roommate and my boss swapped bodies. That is very true. Yeah. Can't argue that. Yeah. So mm. meanwhile, um, Richie Rich's mom is doing some detective work. She has the maid talk about Richie Rich's behaviors, which includes calling John Mayer Opa and wearing Oscar John Mayer socks and talking to himself. Yeah, Opa is a very weird thing for a guy to call another guy. Even if they're uh, like an older brother? That you would call an older brother Hyung. Um, right, and he does call him Hyung, right? But, but yeah, right. But Opa would be what a female 
calls an older male mm-hmm. um or unless you're romantically interested also it could also be that dynamic to express that mm-hmm. so it'd be kind of like it's almost like i guess a, a korean person watching this might think or like 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 for example richie rich's mom might be thinking possibly that oh my god i don't know i don't want to go down this path but is my son gay for his cousin like you know <laughs> like that kind of thing mm-hmm. but you know they don't they don't really dive into that right and we really can't add incest as another layer in this because oh, we already no. have like truly so much going on that there, there's just there's absolutely no way this is where we draw the line is incest no 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 mm-hmm. no 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 um, speaking for- of diving in though I, I do want to point out that there was like a brief like a, a flashback or something uh, uh where uh richie rich's mom meets up with the the party doctor but is it me or does, she, does it look like she's wearing, for some reason, not party clothes, but now she looks like she's wearing scuba gear. Like she, <laughs> she looks like she's wearing like a wetsuit underneath the, the blazer or something. I did not clock this, but I love yeah. it. I, I did. Oh my God. I did clock that she is no longer wearing party clothes, but I she looked more like she went to basic like Target t-shirt land. Like she's like, I'm mm. tired of partying. Here we go. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but I will say this is keeping ahead just a little mm-hmm. bit. But later in the episode, when she's in the when she's in her office, and we'll get to it when we get mm-hmm. to it. But we see her in her office, and I I did think like, oh, she's dressed like a lot more conservatively. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can see under her desk, and she's still wearing these like platform, very high heels. And I was like, oh, I, see. <laughs> I, I was like, I that. see you. She's still ready for the club. You know, oh, she, she she she's always gonna be who she says she is and i appreciate that about her mm-hmm. you go party doctor <laughs> but we also find out in this moment because richie comes in to his mom in his house we find out that his mom actually owns the property so that might cause some drama later on i'm not sure but for whatever reason mm. richie decides to go on his blind dates again his blind marriage dates right which it he... kind of just sucks the wind out of it. Like, so now we kind of learn that Richie is kind of just like mooching off his mom, I guess. <laughs> yeah. But like, also he has yeah. a more vested interest in making her happy in his partner choice because True. she he can't even be like, okay, cut off the job. I'll just stay in my house forever. He doesn't own it. Yeah, he's not really an independent person. So that no. does make sense that they, they introduce that at the same time as like a justification for why he's he's willing to re-enter the arranged marriage mm-hmm. ring. Yes, yeah. which he promptly does. He goes to the same museum and <laughs> Blazers museum. calls up Grunge to be like, let's spy on this, these, this date. Uh, and Blazers is like really committed to nailing down Richie because she, and she says because she wants to hurt John Mayer. So I'm like, okay, so you you know. Mm. What a long con to break someone's heart, but okay. What a long con to break somebody's heart. And like, it's also like very uncomfortable how she's talking to grunge princess in these moments because she's like, she's like, I know that you love Richie, even though we're not even sure as the audience that that's true, but let's just mm-hmm. assume it is for the purposes of this. So she's like, I know you love Richie and I'm sorry to do this, but I have to to marry him because I'm trying to hurt somebody else. She's like very open about it, which I appreciate. Yeah. She's like, you know what? You're just folded in. You're just kind of like 
um, like collateral damage in this, you know, uh, takedown. Yeah, yeah. Just, just next level psychotic and obsessive yeah. about this, just hurting somebody. Yeah, it's it's weird. But she's like, at the end, she's like, you know what? It might not even work for any of us. Maybe Richie's going to like one of his blind dates. And I think this gets Grunge Princess thinking a little bit like, you know, like maybe Richie isn't as invested in her as she thinks, which uh, newsflash she is, because while Grunge Princess is setting up for the demo for Dark Blood. She's ignoring calls from Richie. She's like, I don't have time. I'm at work. Uh, I'm doing this very weird introduction in English. Like, why did they make her do it in English? (laughs) Yeah, she had the script was in English. So she had stunt director Hadi tape record, you know, in English, how, how to like, you know, say it and all that. I feel that. But she's not like she's not acting. She's like, hello, my name is Raim. Uh, I am a stunt person. I do wire work. Here's some wire work. Like, it's so weird to me. It's it's like such a long slate, you know, yeah, if yeah. I was a casting director. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. I, I had that thought, too. And I was like, well, I mean, I, I was like to myself, I was like, well, I don't know what they have, you know, action mm-hmm. actors do. Right. Whatever. I mean, for for people who aren't familiar with the term slate, it's just your basic introduction to like an audition, you know. At the longest, your name and your height. Mm-hmm. But like, that's it. Good for her for taking up the time, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, Absolutely. Get what's yours. Yeah. She set up the video. <laughs> she did the self tape. She set up her wires. She's like, no, you're going to listen to my backstory. And I mean, mm-hmm. uh, more power to her, though. I thought it was very funny that while she's doing all of her wire work and like doing her audition video, the rest of the action acting school is like doing their workout behind mm-hmm. her. Yeah. yeah. Which Running at first, circles. Yeah. At first, <laughs> I was like, Oh, they're like accessories to this this demo tape, but then they were just like genuinely working out. <laughs> well, they kind of were accessories too, in a sense, because it's like I felt like, you know, the demo tape is supposed to show her skills, but then I felt like, man, like her co uh her team is also putting in a lot of good work for her as well to make her look good, you know? Yeah. Very much mm. teamwork. Very much. I had a question for you guys. Do you think that the actor who plays Gilraim, do you think that she had action acting experience prior to being cast, or do you think that she learned oh. after she was cast? Oh, I don't, I don't know, but it does look like she's doing her own stunts. Yeah, I, I didn't, I don't recall thinking like oh, that's a stunt double. I think it's just her, but she's, I mean, obviously, it's not like Hong Kong action level like wire work. It's very basic and it seems like it could be easily taught not easily i shouldn't say but like taught and learned you know with some training yeah i will say that i clocked that the action was pretty slow and to me i was just like oh that must be how all stunts are done and they just speed it up in post to make it look like they're going normal speed Mm. which i have heard of as well you know Mm -hmm. speeding it up you know action sequences yeah Um, that's interesting yeah, the story gets a little, the action gets a little meta there. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just curious what you guys thought about that. I also like to point out whenever the there's a shot in the locker room. I don't know about you guys, but I'm like taking a very close look inside mm-hmm. the locker, looking for the bones. <laughs> yeah, pausing, being Burn like, the bones. 
And I didn't see them this time. I didn't no. see them either. Yeah. I saw like hanging boxing gloves and all this other shit. But, but like um, after you know that Richie has been in your locker to take your photo, you put the bone somewhere else. Oh. That is true. Because you know I mean? she's like, this I is my last is. connection to my father. Yeah. I'm not going to let this maniac stalker get a hold of it. Right. Yeah. For all he knows, he might just like toss him thinking it was trash or something like that. Well, he yeah. thinks that everything that she owns is trash That's anyway. true. Oh, Fair yeah. point. <laughs> yeah. But speaking of Richie, he comes to her apartment at the end of the day when she's coming home because he's mad that she's ignoring his calls. And also, highlighters are back. Again! But this time only two. So, Steve, mm-hmm. I think that last time you had said that you thought they were sewn into his jacket. Uh, I, I, I'm proved wrong. And at least, I mean... <laughs> I it, my statement. It could be true for the jacket he was wearing before, but this was definitely a jacket where he, like, was walking by his pencil cup on the way mm-hmm. out and was like, oh, you know what? These would look good in here. Not enough yeah, color. Yeah. You know, I need just a little pop. Yeah, yeah, it was green and pink this time. Only mm-hmm. those two. Very strange. Very summer yeah, colors. Strange. Well, I wonder what happened to the yellow. I think the third color was yellow, was it? Mm. I mean, maybe he had to loan it to somebody. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Who genuinely mm. needed a highlighter. Yeah. Mm. He does work in an office. Mm. But... He's like, this is where I'm saying he's getting like a little aggro. He uses like, I'm always thinking of you like very threateningly. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And she confronts him about his blind dates, which is new. Um, mm. And he accuses her of being jealous, which, all right, I don't know. <laughs> like, why are we arguing? Let's break up already. Yeah. I and also know. he called her stubborn and ugly. Yeah. What the <laughs> hell? Again, if you are listening and you're like team, hashtag Team Richie, love that guy. Just like know that you don't deserve that. No, you if don't. Somebody deserve calls a- you, if somebody calls you stubborn and ugly, no. Stubborn, I'll hear you out. Stubborn is fine. Well, I mean, it's not fine, but yes, hear it out. But ugly, mm-mm. and stubborn and, and ugly, mm, no. And she yeah, I'm not sure for, for somebody who's got like a strategic business minded attitude about things. I don't know how he thinks that that could possibly help him in his in his cause. Hmm. I just can't imagine any partner of mine calling me ugly and then me wanting to pursue a future with them. <laughs> like it's like, all right, I guess this is the end. And it doesn't even seem like Grunge wants that either, because she like tells him in not so many words to leave her alone, which she's done endless or countless times, you know? Yeah. And he never listens at this point. I'm like new plan girl, maybe like act super thirsty and into him and then maybe he'll leave you alone. I don't know. But whatever she's doing, it's not working because he keeps stalking her and he like, she's like trying to get around him to get into her house. And he like forces her to take a picture. So the picture he- is so funny. <laughs> yeah he just like needs a uh like a contact thumbnail which like you don't need that i mean it was it was an odd moment because i felt like maybe it was just the way that was it was directed or edited but like it looks like she's just kind of standing there like with you know having a pouty lip pop out and like posing for a few seconds so he can just kind of take his shot it's like yeah "Mm." like girl stop biting your lip yeah yeah like like don't oh it's so weird there's just there's no clarity yeah it's very it's very muddy it's i'm not sure what to think or like if someone was trying to take an unwanted picture of me i would just like jerk around you know i'd be like it's gonna be blurry (laughs) you know like yeah Uh, don't make it easy on him yeah 
that yeah. camera phone must have been like two megapixels at the most and it's nighttime it would have been very easily blurry if you just didn't even like sit still if you just breathed out it would have been blurry <laughs> you know yeah nobody has like an iphone 11x or whatever not in I don't 2010 know what definitely not. no meanwhile richie rich's mom and richie rich's sister are eating in what i can only describe as a mid-century cave in <laughs> 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 And we find out that uh, the sister is an independent lady. She makes her own money. Thank you. Which mm. good for her. And then Asian Kristen Chenoweth joins, who is yeah. the aunt. And the mom picks her brain on how to get rid of an unwanted woman in her son's life. Uh, and I mean, Asian Kristen Chenoweth doesn't have that much to say other than like replace her with someone tenacious, which seems very obvious to me. Um, but I guess the mom hadn't thought about that. So she takes the advice and brings a tenacious, tenacious woman to the family lunch who turns out to be Blazers. Of course. Ugh. And so Blazers and Richie have been out on a blind date before. Two blind dates, right? Oh, was it two? But we should assume, right, that those were set up by their moms. Yeah. And yeah, the- also we just saw Blazers and her friend at the spa with... The with um the mom and Asian Christian channel with yeah yeah it's, so- it's confusing why uh Asian Christian channel Chenowitz mm-hmm. is seemingly helping Richie Rich's mom because I thought they kind of hated each other you know yeah because okay so in that dinner scene she walks in Asian Christian channel was walks in and then in Korean literally says, oh, like, why does your mom's face look like the color of poop? Like, it was translated differently in the English. Whoa. But it's very, like, demeaning and kind of, like, rude and, and not very friendly at all. Yeah. <laughs> I think the translation was, the English translation was like, oh, why does your mom look so down? It's, it's more than that. <laughs> it looks like the color of poop. Do you think that it's like, uh, like the ki- I don't have any siblings, but like the kind of sisterly relationship where it's like we're always at each other's throats, but like mm. if there's an outside threat, then we both turn on the outside threat. Ah, uh, I see. Yeah, maybe it's something like that. Like mm. some sort of, it's just sibling rivalry, I guess. Yeah. Because they're but always hanging out together too, right? Yeah, why do they hang out with each other if they clearly don't enjoy each other's company? Well, that seems to be like a theme. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. Like Koreans number one in hanging out with people who make you feel bad? I guess Mm. so. I don't know. Well, Blazers comes to the lunch and is very polite uh, and pretends not to know John Mayer, which is weird. And also, Richie kind of like affirms that he's willing to get married to her, to Blazers, which is weird. And John Mayer, but oh, but Richie calls Blazers out on lying. He's yes. like, you know John Mayer, don't lie. I was glad to hear that. Yeah, but she commits to it. She's like, I'm a fan, so that's how I Yeah. Know. And John Mayer this whole time looks so sad. Yes. <laughs> I felt so bad for him. Yeah. Oh, he was so damn sad. It made me sad. His hair has been flatter recently, mm. and I can only imagine that it's because... He's so sad. He doesn't have the energy to curl it. He's like, 
What's the point? What's the, the point in curling your hair if the woman yeah. you love is going to get married to your cousin as a revenge move on you? Yeah, and they talk in the lobby a little bit, Blazers and John Mayer, and John Mayer is literally like, I want these mind games to stop. You know, like, how do I get you to stop? It's very sad. Uh, but Blaze They're talking so loudly. Like, I was like, how big is this mansion that they're, they're not worried that the rest of the family can hear them airing out their dirty laundry? Yeah. It's yeah. a palace. <laughs> it must be. Yeah. Despite the reverberating marble, like, empty hallways <laughs> yeah because it's so echoey too. It, it does echo yeah yeah but blazers i mean <sighs> okay does this sound familiar i think in that moment blazers actually asks oscar john mayer shouldn't you ask me why i'm doing this yes mm. yes and they're so close to just freaking talking it out and communicating communicate oh but they can't do it they Ayo. can't do it. Can't. Oh, God. So and the last close. thing that I'll say about this section is that John Mayer is wearing a leopard print tie and it is yeah. just really working for him. The whole suit. I love it. It's really working for him. He was really into leopard print in like the first quarter of the season and kind of like let it go. And here we are back with his motif. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Good for you. Going back to your roots. He's got the leopard print. His cousin's got the highlighters. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I we really commit that. to our fashion choices in this show. Yeah, yeah. right. Um, <laughs> so, the, and then the mom, Richie's mom and him just talking. Richie's mom basically says she doesn't think love is relevant in a marriage, which explains a lot and I don't think comes as a surprise. And we've never seen their husbands, right? We've never seen Richie's dad. No. That's true. At least he Good hasn't point. spoken. If he's been at the table during these lunches, I don't know. Oh, right. I don't I don't think so actually. I'm surprised I'm just realizing that. Are they dead? Did Richie kill them? I mean, it oh. makes sense. Where are their bones? In what yeah, pantyhose <laughs> are their bones? In what pantyhose Where are their bones? Dads in this damn series. <laughs> we don't know. We don't, we don't know. in the secret garden, perhaps. I don't know. Yeah, does this have I something mean, to do with the secret garden? Yeah, maybe the secret garden is just the uh, grave, grave. Uh, what is the word I'm looking for? Graveyard. Oh my <laughs> where God. all their where all their bones reside. Oh, that's yes. Wow. Extremely dark. Too dark, you guys. <laughs> don't go so dark. <laughs> we draw the line at that level of darkness. Yeah. Wow. Well, Richie goes to John Mayer's house to apologize. And John Mayer is still very sad. He's still very emo. And he tells Richie that he's not mad at him for saying he'll marry Blazers, but he's mad at him for embarrassing Blazers when he called her out on that lie. Right. Mm. Which I'm like, all right. Uh, I think you are mad. Are you are mad at Richie because he said he's going to marry yeah. Blazers? But I do like, I do understand John Mayer, because he still loves Blazers being like, okay, like if she's going to end up with another guy and let's say in the scenario that the other guy is not his cousin, you know, that he's like, I want her to be treated well by that guy. Mm, Yeah. It's just like weird because it's her cousin or his cousin. Yeah. So maybe he was really defending like, yeah, like if you're going to if you're really going to marry her, then be nice to her. Right. So right, but he knows that he he does he knows that uh that Richie is not actually into blazers. 
True. Yeah. Because he's into Raim or he's into grunge. Yeah. Who mm. calls while they're having their little confrontation and John Mayer's like, can you meet now? And she's like, yeah, sure. Let's meet up. Uh, and he goes to meet up with her because she makes him feel better. That's what he tells Richie. Right. And I do just want to take one quick second and go back. We're kind of ahead of this point now, but no, Blazers had such an incredible burn that I wrote down. Ah. And back when she was yelling at John Mayer in the mansion, um, she said, and this is probably comes right after what Steve, you were saying um, of her being like, did you, why, why aren't you asking me why I'm doing this? And she said, according to the captions in the past and even in the present, Choi Young always confesses truth to the third party. Mm-hmm. Oh, burn! She's like, you're always talking shit, man. Yeah, you're always talking about me behind my back. You're always saying what you really believe. Communicating mm-hmm. to the wrong person. Communicating truly to the wrong person. You know what, though, I got, I do have to give Blazer some credit this episode because she dropped some some pretty. Pretty big truth bombs on 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 various people, uh, especially in the in a scene coming up, where um, where is it? I'm bad at this. Well, Richie and <laughs> Richie and Blazers are meeting while John Mayer is away with Grunge Princess, and he confronts her about her feelings for John Mayer. I think, right? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, yeah. When he when Blazers meets up with Richie, Rich. Yeah, yeah. Like all of a sudden, because remember, if we remember Blazers and their first date, first blind date, she was all about, I don't believe in, uh, you know, the resume and the all that stuff. And I just believe in love. And then Richie was like, whatever. All that stuff is important. And the most unimportant thing is love. And then all of a sudden, Richie Rich has flipped. And so now Blazers is calling him out on his hypocrisy. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, how can you say that when I thought you said this, you know? Yeah, I literally like, can't even remember that far back because at this point it's truly thirteen hours ago. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, because uh, yeah, I remember that because I was like, "What's the problem here?" Yeah, <laughs> and, I looked, and I watched back, and um, because Blazer's strategy in the beginning was to be like, "I'm all about pure love. I don't care about hierarchy or status." Mm. And then Richie Rich calls oh. her out as like being naive. Like that's not how the world works. Like you need all these oh. things. Seeds. You know? Even you pretending like you like this artwork, you don't even know shit about art. You're a fake. So he's like, get out. You know, I'm done with this date. And then all of a sudden now it's like Richie Rich is like arguing her point, you know, but the tables are turned, you know. Damn. Damn. Yeah. So she so Blazers calls him out for that. which I was like, you know what? That was thank you. That, that was necessary. You that know was, what? I'm she glad. doesn't become a director at such a young age without knowing some truth, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You don't get that confident that you don't blink at all without knowing. <laughs> she never some blinks. Truth. How does she do it? I need to learn some tips on how to not blink. I think. <laughs> what are what are the eye drops that you're using? She she has to have had LASIK. She cannot be wearing contacts. Mm-mm. To be, you know, she does kind of look like she's always on the verge of tears too. Like she's about to break any moment. Uh, she doesn't blink. Her <laughs> eyes are open all the time. Her eyes are dry. Oh, yeah. Wow. She's like, oh, my God. But if I blink, that shows weakness. And honestly, it's something that I admire very deeply mm-hmm. about both the character and the actor. <laughs> yeah, that's a good, valuable skill. Yeah. Yeah. So meanwhile, John Mayer and Richie are hanging out and he admits to using her to make Richie or sorry, John Mayer and Grunge Princess are hanging out. And John Mayer admits to using Grunge Princess to make Richie mad, which like, duh. 
But he drops some like emotional intelligence here that it's why we love John Mayer. But he says, I have met with many women, but still do not know women. And I was like, Mm. oh, dude. Mm. Yeah, man. He's a man to admit that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I think it it, I think it's because he is so simple, though. Like he's he's very simple, but he's very emotional and I think that that's why he can, you know, say such profound things like that because he's not he he which is ironic because he does this with blazers. But like he's really not complicating things for himself. He's mm-hmm. like, this is the fact. Mm. Yeah. Well, Grunch Princess also gives some very wise advice that blazers is probably acting out uh, acting out of some kind of hurt and misunderstanding and then John Mayer says something that is also very like sweet and human. I thought he says he's scared that he actually hurt Blazers. Like that's his biggest fear. And that like that that like touches my heart, you mm. know? Yeah. Mm. And he also deeply did hurt Blazers. Yeah, he did. But he's so scared because he loves her so much. And <sighs> if they would just communicate. If they would just communicate. I know. If he would just ask why. Yeah. Why is my ex almost fiance now trying to become engaged to my cousin? Why is she literally trying to rip my heart out and take a big old dookie on it? Why? (laughs) Why? And do you know who else rips our heart out and takes a big old dookie on it? How do you learn? Here he comes. Oh my god. Oh my gosh. And this was a great scene, I thought. This was so funny. For being for being a television show about stunt people, the stunts in the show are just really funny. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I just, the only thing I have about this is, like, they take so long to talk about alone, and I'm like, guys, can we do this not on the show? I'm so bored. Yeah. <laughs> like, it, was, yeah. it really, it, well, it, it made absolutely no sense. And then also, like, just to, like, scoot back just to touch, like, because the first time we see Hottie is he's going into to, into the mall to talk about the loan. Mm-hmm. But Hottie's sister, sorry, um, uh, Richie's sister is outside telling this guy that he can't smoke outside of the mm-hmm. mall, which is good. Yeah. Um, and the guy is like getting aggressive toward her. And then Hottie literally swoops in and like it puts this guy in some sort of, I don't know what it's called. It's not a headlock, but like he like incapacitates. Yeah. He <laughs> incapacitates this man somehow. And like, he was about to slap her or something. for Yeah. Talking. Oh my <laughs> God. Oh, my in, God. in public in front of like a child, he was about yeah. to slap her. What an asshole. And then like, she's like, uh, then Richie's sister is like, you know me. And he's like, yeah, I know, but I'm busy right now. I <laughs> they like have like a meet cute and like she's the sister is so into it. And she's like 
don't have time. Sorry. Yeah, he's like, I don't have time because I have to go in and talk about this loan for 45 minutes. It's extremely yeah. boring and has absolutely no reason for existing. Oh my God. Listen, Who he's a small know? business owner. He's got shit to do. Clearly, clearly. It's so funny. He only needs to swoop in when someone's about to physically get hurt and that's yeah. his job. Wow. It was wild. But yeah, Richie and Hottie talk about this loan for like truly, it felt like two years. Um, <laughs> I guess the issue is that Richie, while in Grunge's body, paid off some of his, some of the action school's loan. And like ha- half of the action school's loan, because he knew if he paid off the whole thing, then that would create a really big issue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. But and then Hottie's mad, but Richie's like, fine, pay me back. And this takes so long to hammer out the details. It's like, <laughs> guys, like, <laughs> do it on someone else's time. The, the, the best part was at the end of that, all of that, Hottie's like, you know what? I'm going to go return the money back. And it's like, or yeah, or what was it? He's going to go back to the bank to have them give him back the money. Good luck. Yeah, I think he was saying that he that uh oh my gosh. Um Hottie was saying that he was going to call the bank to tell the bank to give the money back to Richie. Yeah, to unpay which, the loan. I don't yeah, even know that the bank that. Yeah, would yeah. have the ability to do that to just be like actually we changed our mind. We can't take your money. And essentially I would love to do that with my bills. <laughs> Let me unpay my bills for a second and I'll give it back to you when I'm ready. Yeah. <laughs> Essentially, uh, we like stop. We're at the beginning when we end. It mm. makes no sense. And also, Hottie was like, in his like extremely long monologue. Sorry, Hottie. Uh, we love you, but it was too long. He like, was sh- like, he was like, we have pride. We, you know, we built this action school and we built this building. And I was like, how? Why did you build the building? There's no building that you could just buy. Like, it it seems like not a good, I mean, call in if you're a a small business action actor school owner and you feel differently. But I was like, is this, this might be part of the reason, like, I got sucked into, like, the financials of this. And I was like, I don't think that's probably the most financially sound move to, like, be building something (laughs) from the ground up when it seems like you really, you know, you didn't have any, like, you didn't know if you were going to make that money back. Yeah. It's certainly not the most important thing. But. No. Also, by the way, did you catch? Uh, oh, actually, you know what? I don't think you would have noticed, but um, there was that flashback of when uh, Richie Rich was in Grunch's uh, body and snooping through the files in Hottie's office, and he sees Grunge Princess's resume, and she has the worst resume <laughs> ever because it's like she's listing all her little odd jobs that have nothing to do with stunts, like mm-hmm. like a hot dog stand person and a cashier at a convenience store and a gas station attendant and they're all like in increments of months i was this for two months that for five months the next thing for seven months it's that's like, bad because it makes you look like a bad employee yeah that fired or leaving and then, also it's but, like steve said it's not relevant work Here's the thing. Yeah. we spent so much of this episode oh getting into business theory and like resumes it's like guys Why are we talking about this? Ask yourself that. Yeah. But we're not done with loan talk yet because Park the Narc discovers about the loan. Oh, my God. He doubles down that Grunge Princess is pregnant. 
because that was his theory before and he has not changed theories. And I think that the mom yeah. also has this theory. Yeah. Or at least mm -hmm. temporarily did. But it's been a few months. Like, we would know if she was pregnant by now. Well, I guess maybe if she had newly. I don't know. <sighs> now we're getting into anatomy. Where it's and like, this is not. That's not what we <laughs> should not, be getting into. No. But Park the Narc does talk about a plan that, I, that they are going to continue doing. But he doesn't mention what it is. And he makes an appointment with the party doctor to i don't know find out what kind of meds uh richie rich is taking i loved that scene so much between park the narc and his lackey the comedy was just so so funny his lackey is doing the most he's like his expressions are so big he's yeah, constantly yeah, yeah. putting his whole hand in his mouth <laughs> yeah, yeah. which is extremely unsanitary everybody wash your hands avoid yes. touching your face we are yes. still in the midst of covid Ugh. um but it's really funny comedy. Oh yes. It's almost confusing to me because it's like they ham it up so much that I'm like thinking, are they hamming it up as their character or is that just their actor's choice to be this? Because it's like there's times when it's like they're they're clearly in on the joke amongst themselves as characters, if that makes any yeah. sense at all. Yeah, but it doesn't, you're right that it doesn't make sense uh, with the rest of everybody else's acting style. Yeah, and it's so jarring. Park, yeah. And Park the Narc even does it like right when he gets into, when we get into the scene where he's in um, Party Doctor's office and he did some sort of like enormous flourish turnaround in this chair. <laughs> and I was like, what are you doing? I loved yeah. it, but it doesn't. And, and Party Doctor, this whole time when they're having this conversation, the look on her face is like, it's, it's screaming to me that she knows what he's up to. And she's just kind of like amusing him, biding her time. But like, yes. she's not treating him like a real patient, you know? Well, he's definitely not good at lying about having claustrophobia. So that meeting right. goes nowhere. So again, a Right. Party I totally shoes. missed that. <laughs> but truly like target brand top, like very basic. Mm. Um, ready to jump in mm -hmm. at, a, at a moment's notice. The party don't stop. And maybe scuba diving. Who knows? She's a woman <laughs> of lay layers. Yeah. yeah. Maybe scuba diving. <laughs> yeah. Um. So at the action school, a few recruits are quitting, which Grunge Princess is disappointed, but she's very much like, you do you. Goodbye. Um. And I think because of this, or maybe not, I don't know, Hottie pushes up the date of their workshop. Um, I think because it, she's upset. Because she's uh, like taking it personally that she's like, I did a bad job training you. Mm. And I think Hottie's like, uh, we have to fix it. Right. We got to make Grunge Princess feel better. Um, huh. So Sunday, like immediately and not covertly at all, calls Richie Rich to like narc on everything that's happening and this is when we find out he's a mole he's a mole for richie yeah he wants them to be together yeah yeah so richie says he's gonna pick the place of the workshop because he's gonna provide free lodging um and i mean i guess that's that's it because <laughs> like i don't understand what sunday really has to offer in this relationship other than like he has information, but like, why does he just wants Richie to be with Grunge Princess because he's rich? 
basically. Yeah, it seems like it because Sunbay is like number one fan of um, you make a lot of money. So, yeah, 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 you know, I want you to take care of of grunge. But if Sunbay was really grunge's friend, he would know that grunge is not interested. Yes. <gasps> yeah. Somehow he doesn't see that part. Although she would never really show it too in front of him and the rest of the stunt school. Yeah. Hmm. Although if he were, really was a good friend or close friend, like you say, he probably would ask, oh, how's things going with uh, you and uh, our boy Richie Rich? Yeah. Also, I guess they never had that conversation. Have some boundaries, you know, like don't push someone on someone else. It's not cute. Hmm. Um. So John Mayer is planning for his next concert. Um. And he like wants to pay for snacks for everyone, it sounds like, which sounds lovely, but his manager's not into it. Um, and he wants to go to Bernie to have him like guest at the concert, I guess. Uh, and this whole so he goes to Bernie. I'm very confused about this mm. uh interaction because does he not know that Bernie is a guy he plagiarized off of? Like it, their confusion, their conversation is very confusing. No, I think he. Uh, I thought so, he did, but now I'm thinking maybe he only knows that it was. He said something to indicate like that the person that he, he said, I'm doing a terrible job of explaining this, but he said something that indicated a tie between Bernie and the song that he plagiarized. Mm. So the big reveal for me in this scene was that it, it's, it seems now clear that there was a third party who stole and sold Bernie's music to John Mayer's management team. So it wasn't an act of Bernie himself. It was like some other unknown party that we've never seen or mentioned up until this very moment that has been kind of like putting a wrench in everyone's plans. Which would make a lot of sense with the timeline of what's happening because remember i'm always like a dick about the timeline i'm like it doesn't make sense with his eye river or whatever mm -hmm. so if there's a third person it makes a little more sense i think right because then it doesn't have to make sense in terms of like when john mayer received this zune um you know <laughs> yes. because Microsoft but, zune. right because the 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 song had already been stolen at a different point in time yes that makes sense but and also the cute thing that Bernie does that I love. He's like, are you here to talk to me or are you here to see Blazers? And John Mayer's like, no, <laughs> no I'm here to see you or whatever. Um, meanwhile, Richie is getting a tour of his new resort, his like mountain na natural environmentalist resort. Um, and the action school shows up for their workshop. And Hadi and Grunge are mad to see Richie Rich, but Sunday plays dumb in the mo He's like, oh, what? Like almost lackey level, like well, I didn't know, you know. He literally like winked at Richie at one yeah. point. <laughs> <sighs> oh and god! While they're like walking in, Richie like truly pulls Grunge Princess aside in a very yeah, like truly very violent manner. And I'm like, there's a group of dudes, and none of them says anything. Say something, mm. guys. Help and also, these are all out. action actors. Ah. Like they could like physically intervene in this moment. But they, they're too busy thinking that, oh, they're just having like a lover's quarrel or whatever. Yeah. And we shouldn't get involved or something like that. Yeah. But the big thing <sighs> we find out in this interaction is Grunge doesn't want the team to know that 
her and Richie kissed. She like wants to keep that under wraps. Um, and then we <laughs> we truly cut to another like truly minutia moment in their small business where they're choosing a new leader for the action school. They're like <laughs> yeah. holding a meeting and it's like, guys, like no, we don't want to do this. It's like it's not clear why uh Hottie is stepping down. Like he doesn't give it over to Grunge. Like what and Richie is in this meeting, like Richie is just hanging out in the back, like, what are you doing here, bro? Like Right. And also this moment got very dark too, where uh Hottie was like, instead of appointing one new leader, uh, we're gonna do this on a rotating basis in case somebody dies. Right. Yeah, or and everyone's like, injured, yeah, 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 so, makes sense. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And then so Sunday is a new leader. Um it's decided which is uh, whatever, fine. I'm just mad that we spent so much time talking about it. Uh yeah. So then Richie and Hottie are like having a moment on the balcony and Richie compliments Hottie says maybe a racist thing like a like whatever the in between between micro and macro aggression is because it sounded I didn't really understand what he was saying similar to his like little mermaid thing but he mentioned a race and then he said another phrase and I was like yeah. oh I don't they've like said this that. a couple of times too um and yeah it's no good oh the arab the arab no. comment yeah think, you know I was confused by that for a second but then I I'm not sure I, the memory's really fuzzy at this point as if i drank some of this secret garden juice but i think early on he made some sort of comment about a hottie's hairstyle uh being like long or something like an arab or something? i don't know I don't, i'm not sure if, i might be making that up but i remember them making some sort of a comment before that felt to me like a microaggression but i wasn't you know it's like kind of thing that with the translations and everything is like I, I don't really know what's yeah it's really and also Richie doesn't make sense often so it's hard to tell what he's saying uh, but they're talking about like the action school in relationship to Grunge Princess and Hottie says this very like nice thing that he would never take stunt being a stunt person away from Grunge Princess because it's everything to her because uh, Richie is kind of like it's dangerous don't you want to save her and Hottie is like, no, she loves it. It would be cruel to take it away. And Richie like totally misses the point and is like, well, I would take it away if I could. <laughs> like, yeah. He also had said, Richie had also said to Hottie, like, you should just fire her. Like, think of some reason. Like, for example, like she's too sexy. And then Hottie's response is something to the effect of, yeah, yeah I tried. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Turns out that's illegal. Yeah, we it turns out it's oh, discrimination yeah. and we can't do that. You yeah. Know? So problematic. Yeah. And, and then, then speaking of problematic. Oh, wait, what are you going to say, Kim? Oh, I don't want to get ahead of ourselves. No, 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 please go. At this go, point, go. I think I'm it's gonna, okay to get ahead I'm of gonna, ourselves. I'm going to jump to the end. So if please. there's anything else. Well, then like, like they're all staying in the same room together, which it seems like they do frequently. That's not what I find to be problematic. But everybody else in the room is like chilling, minding their own business. And Grunge is sleeping on the side by herself and Richie is like laying just right next to her, just two inches from her face and nobody else in the room is concerned. Yeah, he literally like pushes people aside to get like right up into Grunge Princess's face. 
stealing blankets. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> and then he pokes her in the forehead, and she wakes up, and they just like stare each into each other's eyes as like they vo what I only imagine is passages from Alice in Wonderland. Uh, or is that I, something else? Oh shit, that would be another level that I didn't think about. But I mean, to me, that scene was like the justification, quote unquote, for all of this crazy behavior. Because even though, despite you know all the actions and what seemed like, for example, Grunge Princess clearly saying, "I'm not interested in you," and then all of a sudden we have this inner monologue of her revealing her true thoughts, mm. which is. Oh yeah, please do come in my dreams, even though you're in them and they're always nightmares. It's like what? <laughs> what is going on, you people? Uh, uh. Overall, I gotta say I was very disappointed in this episode. I hope there is no more financial talk for the rest of the season. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we don't need to invest yeah. anything more emotionally or financially into oh. the action act acting school yeah. no please don't make me think about you know the repercussions of what i can and can't do with my banks <laughs> and my old credit card statements and you know and whether i can you know uh what do you call it refund myself yeah. you know <sighs> unless so somebody is switching bodies or we're financing a secret garden i would be okay with that sure taking out a, a small business loan to build their own secret garden sure. I, I never thought i'd say this but it's like please bring me back the body switching and the crazy the other stuff that mm-hmm. was crazy in a different way yeah but it makes sense that we're at the lull cuz this was episode what 12 this is yeah. 12 yeah so it does oh. make sense that we've we've hit a low. Sure, but like I mean, make it nineteen episodes then. <laughs> Why did we? I mean, this? there were so many flashbacks in this episode, and I feel like in last episode too. And I was like, if we just cut out all these dang flashbacks, then the episodes would be so much shorter. Yeah, like we wouldn't need to have so many reminders of what happened before if we hadn't have already watched twelve hours of. <laughs> Contract law, show. <laughs> like, yeah, contract law. The the writers are really dancing on quicksand now. It's a, it's a yeah. sticky situation here. Yeah, yeah. Ah, mm-hmm. oh, man. And that I think is our time. It's it's sunk. <laughs> it's it's run out. Uh, until yes. next week when we cover episode thirteen. Who knows what's gonna happen? I don't know. Ooh. Hopefully something. <laughs> yeah, not financially related. <laughs> One thing. Yeah. Would love one thing. One thing. Please, please, please. And thank you for tuning in. See you next time. This is Steve. This is Kathy. This is Cam. Signing out. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Korean Drama Podcast. Our producer is Marvin Yue. And our executive producers are Will Choi, Bill Yu, and Joanna Lee. Follow the Korean Drama Podcast on Twitter at Korean Drama Pod. And if you haven't, give us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or Podchaser. The Korean Drama Podcast is part of the Potluck Podcast Collective, a collective of Asian-American hosted podcasts featuring unique voices and stories from the Asian diaspora. Learn more about Potluck and our fellow Potluck Podcasts at podcastpotluck.com. Mmm. 
It's an exciting time in Asian America. There are more movies, TV shows, books, and music reflecting us than ever. But all of these represent just a small slice of Asian American culture and experiences. So what do we do? Tell more slices. Asian Americana is a show that explores these slices of distinctly Asian American culture and history. We've talked about how Chinese Americans built California's Sacramento Delta, the art scene turns gallery institution giant robot, a play that explores the lost Cambodian pop music of the 60s and 70s, and, of course, Boba, just to name a few stories. You can find Asian Americana at asianamericana.com or on your podcast app. Hey, we're getting tired of proving-